Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hour number three to get right. River Edge KG on 105. Three the fan, Kevin Gray with the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. My man, Justin Honore, holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On Station 105. Three the fan, really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckrate.com, text line 877 1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. Three draft day trades for the Cowboys, including this one for this Texas running back. We'll get into here in just a moment. It's getting late, though, in Philadelphia between your Mavericks and the Philadelphia 76ers. Right now it is 110-105 with 335 left in the fourth quarter. Oh, the drama. Mavericks need a win tonight to keep their slim playing chances alive because if you fall tonight to Philadelphia, you are three games under 500 with five games left in your regular season. That's tough sledding, trying to figure out a way to get into that plan. But right now the Mavericks down by six, 111-105 with a few minutes left in the fourth quarter. Tim Hardaway Jr., he's got 21 points. Luka Doncic, he's got 24. Kyrie Irving, he's got 23. Meanwhile, Joel Embiid turning it up in the second half. He's got 25. Tyrese Maxey, he's got 22 on the night. Also, De'Anthony Melton, he's got 16. And George Niang, Luka just hit a three. He's got 14. So Mavericks desperately trying to keep their season alive in Philly. 111-108. And yes, from the 9-4-0, uh, the Lakers and the Thunder are both up in the fourth quarter as well as you look at some of the action across the NBA tonight. The Lakers beating the brakes off of the Chicago Bulls. Meanwhile, the Oklahoma City Thunder are up 97-90 to 90 right now at home against the lowly Detroit Pistons. So, again, that just gives you an idea of the sense of urgency of what the Mavericks have to do tonight in order to keep their season alive against Philadelphia 76ers and what they have to do again is they have to at least go four and two in their last six games if they lose this game tonight and they're in this game there's only they're only down by three points with two and a half minutes to play all right plenty of time for them to do something they've been playing well they haven't been throwing thing the ball away or Philadelphia hasn't been dominating them they actually have a chance they've been playing well however if they were to lose this game they have a game against Atlanta next that's a winnable game. I'm not saying they're automatically going to win it. That's not th- like they're playing Milwaukee. You follow what I'm saying with this? When I say Atlanta, it's not Milwaukee where you say, oh, they're not going to beat Milwaukee. They can 
Not that they should, but they can beat Atlanta. They play Sacramento at home. They've played well against Sacramento. Sacramento doesn't play defense. I call that a toss-up game. And then they, they play the Chicago Bulls at home. Bulls are not a dominant team. They're I'm, fighting for their playoff lives, though, as well. Exactly, so but they're, they're in Dallas. They That's my point. They're yeah. in Dallas. And then they wrap it up against the Spurs, who are trying to get the French kid. That's all I got to say. It's not impossible. It's not going to be easy. They did it to themselves. But if you're looking for what they have to do, they have to go 4-2, and two, not 6-0. and oh. So you can get on the emotional roller coaster that you've been on all season long. I'm talking about all the Maverick fans. But this game tonight, you shouldn't let it just wear you out and say, it's over. Because guess what? The other teams in the West play with their food too much. I'm not letting the other teams get me all emotional and say, oh, the Lakers will never lose. Lakers play with their food too much. Oklahoma City shocking the world, winning games they're not supposed to. But these other teams, they're like still hanging around and winning and losing. That's why it's like, I'm not even going to try to figure it out. Most experts aren't even trying to do the matchups. All they can tell you right now is calm down. Relax. All you can do is let it play out because nobody can predict what the Mavericks are going to do, let alone what the rest of the West are going to do. It's just that simple. But they better go four and two. We'll let you know how it ends in Philadelphia as the 76ers are trying to salt it away in Philly right now. Interesting last note on that before we get to the Cowboys real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the Mavericks do go, in fact, on to lose tonight in Utah, uh, finishes it off, which it looks like they're going to do against San Antonio. The Mavericks and the Jazz would be tied with 40 losses in the loss column. That would make the Jazz 36 and 40. That would make the Mavericks 37 and 40. So just to give you an idea of where things are it's as far mess. as the Western Conference is concerned, tonight is big and for not uh, any small reason when it comes to the playoff standings. Again, we'll let you know how it ends here. In a few moments, let's get to the Cowboys real quick, though, here Mm -hmm. uh, on the get right as look, we are less than a month away from the NFL's annual selection meeting, otherwise known as the NFL draft, where your Dallas Cowboys hold the number one or excuse me, I wish the number one overall, but the number (laughs) 26 overall pick in the first round of this year's NFL draft. And they have a chance to be able to make some noise with that pick. And Bleach Report, your favorite publication, uh, has some interesting draft day trades that could be for the Cowboys. Are you interested in any of these particular sure, ones? Sure, let's take a listen. Okay. I'll play a little cards with you. <laughs> I feel good about where the Cowboys are right now, so let's see what they got. Some Cowboys hypothetical draft trades, okay? Three trades. To make a splash, 877-81-1053. Let us know how you're feeling about these particular trades. And, of course, everyone's favorite running back, B. John Robinson from hey, Texas. He's the man. Now, here's the trade number one that Bleacher Report poses. Okay. Oh, really? I see what you're doing there. All right. All right. All right. And Justin's got a, a dog in the hunt. He went to UT. Now, this particular trade right here, I'm not going to lie. Spend a cup of coffee up there would have Ralph James Choppy losing his damn mind. The reason being, you in a trade with the Green Bay Packers, you would trade the number 26 overall pick and the number 90 overall pick in the third round to move up to number 15 to go take Bijan Robinson, and you would acquire the number 170 overall pick in the fifth round. 
this trade would have you moving up mm-hmm. to go take a running back. Oh, yeah. RJ loses his mind. He does not like the value of a running back in the first round because he Let says, alone moving up to go get one. Yeah, exactly. They ain't going to. No. But see, again, he looks at running back, says they're not going to last, you know, 10 years in the league. And my counter to RJ's argument on that is you're not going to give them a second contract and not even a quarterback is guaranteed to last 10 years in the league. You follow me? If you've got a surefire running back like B. John Robinson, I'm not saying use a top 10 pick on him or use a top five pick on him. Zeke's probably one of the last top. Well, it was Saquon Barkley, the last top five pick. There was a running back. It's not about that. It's about you run him into the ground and you don't extend him. It's just if you if you're an RJ Choppy. But I see value in that because there's no guarantee that a quarterback's gonna go 10 years. I can go over the last 10 quarterbacks drafted and see how many of them are even any good, let alone starters in this league. So, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. From the 940, <laughs> I, I lose my damn mind too if we move up <laughs> for a running back. I'm sure a lot of yeah. people would. I will say this. Look, I have not been on the um the Bijan Robinson draft him at 26, you know, particular mm-hmm. train. But the way that the Cowboys have, you know, been able to take care of their the rest of their business, their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Bijan is sitting there at 26, you can play with that. I mean, why not? I could work with it. Yeah, I because, wouldn't be mad at because they've already made enough moves to show up everything else. Because it's it, not like you're losing anything. And if nothing else. That means Philly would have passed on him at 10. Yes. But that also means you blocked them. Thank you. For drafting him. You play some defense with that move. <laughs> yeah. So. Think of the marketing possibility. Yo. That's, you're Get talking Jerry's lane. Bijan in the pro and a, shop. Woo, Get you some mustard. Woo. In the pro shop. Oh, man. You got and that a, little endorsement with Century down Yeah, the man. Yeah, I, see you, I see you. I see you see with you. the dollars and the cents. I see what you're doing over there. Trying to get that Longhorn in the Cowboys uniform. But at the same time, though, I'm telling you. Um, even Dan Quinn would be on board with it because it would also allow you to rest your defense. You could have that. Even Mike McCarthy wants a little bit more balance out of Dak because Dak does not have insane arm talent. He's a very smart quarterback. He's a top 10, top 12 quarterback. But it's not like, oh, he's got this insane arm talent where you can ride his arm to a Super Bowl. You don't ride his arm. You ride his entire body of work. It's all balanced out. There are guys with insane arm talent. You can't go nowhere with them. Jay Cutler couldn't take nobody nowhere. He had insane arm talent. Scouts just loved him, though. There's other quarterbacks who ain't got all the the measurables. You know, they always get hurt all the time. Dak's got a lot of things going for him, but it's not insane arm talent. So it would be nice if you had a running back, not run first, not run first. But guess what? Defenses have to account for him, and that's all you need, the threat. The real threat of him and Tony Pollard. That also means you don't have to worry about Tony Pollard getting hurt. You got B. John Robinson in case he does, does go down. I'm talking about if he's not the same guy he was uh, after this injury against 49ers. Can you imagine a combination of B. John Robinson and Tony Pollard in the same backfield? So I'm saying. I kind of like it. I do too. Not going to lie to you. Kind of like it. But I'm not moving up to do it. I can't do that. Look at you. I can't do that. Why not? I can't, I can't move up. To Why, do that. Not? Why not? Why not? That that's a lot of capital to give up to go to move up eleven spots. He'll be all pro. I know, year. I know. That's the thing. That's that's the enticing part, right? You think this third round pick's gonna be all pro? I, I, I feel you. No, Thank I feel you. you. Talk him out of it. Talk him out. Talk him out of it. I get it, but man, ugh, mm, moving up to okay. You act like they don't know how to draft and they can't make it up. It's not that they don't know how to draft. I'm just saying that, that that's mm, moving up to go get a running back. That that's I it. think you're putting too much value in draft picks. 
that's a, that's a way to. I mean, that's not me. That's the way the Cowboys do it. They put all the value into this draft year. Picks. Into this year, you just said it yourself. With the moves they made this month, I mean, I can afford them to do that. I mean, but they gave a fifth and sixth rounders. Like, I mean, we're talking about play. Picks I'm just that, saying, that are, that are not making teams. I'm trusting I'm about first, them. Third rounders, they value. I'm quite trusting a bit, them know? to turn him into a Micah Parsons. Now I'm not talking about generational talent. Where I'm just talking about somebody that can change your team enough to get you somewhere. By the way, we'll get to it uh, in a little bit, but it is official in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Mavericks fall 116 to 108, only scoring 17 points in the, in fourth, the fourth quarter. quarter. Mavericks fall to 37 and 40. Yeah. Three games under 500 with five to play. They will be back on the floor on Saturday in Miami. It's getting rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was that other game I forgot. The Miami Heat, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the road against mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. See, I'm not assuming that's a victory. I'm assuming that's a loss. Which means it's... Those are the two losses to me. Man, you can afford... Not afford. Those are two... Like, you can only afford two. You got to go four and two. And you better beat Atlanta. You better beat the Bulls. You better beat the Spurs. Yeah, you better beat them. Uh, one of the other two trades, a modest and one. Sacramento. Uh, for the Cowboys would be trading Dorrance Armstrong to the Atlanta Falcons and getting the number 75 overall pick. It's a modest trade. Mm-hmm. Don't have to necessarily do that one. That's this Jerry's one. favorite defensive player he likes to say every morning. But this one I'm kind of down for. I'm not going to lie to you. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Trading the number 26 overall pick to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for DeForest Buckner. Now, that move is kind of negated now because you signed Jonathan Hankins. That's where I was going. I was like, why? But before Your defense is loaded. before signing Hankins. Well, no. I kind of like this one. Well, that was before. I know. They already signed him, so yeah. not how you like I, it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, ah. Yeah, take nah. a little starch out of your, your. I'm just saying. Out of your sales. I like that one, though. I'm just saying. I like that one, though. Can you afford it? I don't. It's not theoretical anymore. That, that, that's, that, that's the kicker right there. Well, you can't. You don't have to worry about it. You got Hankins. No. See, you you, you got to take that off the board because you got Hankins. I, I know, Chris, but we have a little fun here. You know, it's, it's draft. You know, as you mentioned, roster building's a sport, and I like that roster move. Cause oh, Buck- you, you're going to do it anyway then. I mean, why, I, why, let me tell you something. I'm a journalist. I'm a radio host. I'm a multimedia personality. But guess what I am to my core first? I'm a Cowboys fan, third generation at that. I want all the players, okay? All of them. Well, then why don't you want B. John Robinson? I didn't say I didn't want him. I'm just saying I didn't want to trade up to go get him. <laughs> just saying. It's, but that's, that's the difference. You put a qualifier on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then when he turns out, uh, when, he, when he looks like, uh, when he looks like LaDainian Tomlinson out there or, you know, or look like a little bit like uh, Barry Sanders, you're going to be saying, I just, don't want him, I just don't want him on Philly. Man. I, I can't have that. Imagine B. John Robinson with the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, That's why you go take him. That's why you take him. Ah, can't have it. Why can't you be better? Why? Why? This it's kind of like saying, "Well, Philadelphia saying, you know what? I, we don't really need AJ Brown." That would be some mess, though. Imagine Philly passing Robinson at ten. They're not gonna do that. Buffalo passing him at or the Cowboys passing him at twenty six. Buffalo passing him at twenty seven, and then he lands to Philly at thirty. Which is is very possible. That would be insane. That would be insane. (laughs) He's too good. He's the number three guy on people's boards. And the only reason he won't be a third pick is because quarterbacks are more valuable. I mean, he's arguably the best offensive player in the draft. Thank you. (laughs) Like, and he could be in the mid-20s. And so why would you take it out on him? Why would you do it to yourself then? 
because you, that's too steep of a price to pay. That ain't that steep oh, I'm not trading. Uh, if he falls to 26. No, no, no. I'm saying what, what the original thing. What you said that's too many draft. That's too much capital. Yeah, I'm not trading up to go get him. That's what I'm saying. That don't make any sense. But if, if he you falls know, there, because it, the value is there at 26. So hold on, hold on. See what you're. We're talking about a player that's exceptional, not just a running back. Yeah. So that, I don't understand your logic then. The positional value. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm you're, not, going back, I'm, you're going back to positional. I'm not trading up to do that. See, that's what I'm saying. That don't make no sense to me. I can see it if it was just a running back. He is an exceptional running back. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That can solve a lot of your problems. You are being too tight and cheap. Scared money don't make money. Scared picks don't make picks. I'm using your own <laughs> words against you. <laughs> Coming up next, one of our favorites here on the Get you Right. You going to today? <laughs> David Hellman of Fox Sports. He joins us next on yeah. the Get Right. It's the Get Right. We're Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin Gray with the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. My man Justin Honore holding it down for you here on this Wednesday night as the Mavericks fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 116-108. to The Mavericks going cold at the wrong time, only scoring 17 points in the fourth quarter. The Mavericks lose their 13th game of the season when leading by double digits in a game. Mm, mm, mm. They fall to 37-40 and 40 with five games left in the regular season. Tough sledding because you look around the NBA, other teams are handling business the way that they need to, including the Los Angeles Lakers uh, getting the win tonight as they beat the brakes off of the Chicago Bulls. Utah winning as well, and the Oklahoma City Thunder desperately trying to hold on to their lead in Oklahoma City, although the Pistons have taken a one-point lead um, late in the fourth quarter. So a game to keep your eye on. We'll let you know how that finishes here in just a little bit. But right now, though, we go to the Diamond Factory Hotline where we welcome in one of our favorites here on the Get Right. You can find him on Twitter at David Hellman underscore covering America's team for Fox Sports and, of course, on Speak. On FS1, he is LSU's own. Hey. David Hellman. David, what's going on? What's up, Dave? Hey, fellas. What's up? Good to be on with you. Appreciate you taking some uh, time with us on this uh, Wednesday night. Um, let me ask you this because we're less than a month away from the NFL draft. I know you love the NFL draft and covering it for years, you know, prior to taking your role with Fox. Uh, when do you get, like, kind of sick of the draft? Like, is there a point where you're like, all right, just – get the draft here, let's get this thing over with, or are you just a fiend for it all the way up until the draft is over with? You know, I will say, I mean, I feel like this year for me personally is a little bit different just because I I haven't covered the draft this year the way that I, I normally do. You know, normally uh, in a past life, I would start researching and talking to people and watching film and stuff in like Jan, like December, early January. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, you know, talk to Brian Broaddus. Like, when you start watching players at Christmas, yeah, you're kind of burned out. Uh, by I mean, you can burn yourself out by combine time if you're not careful. Mm. Um, but, I, I mean, so this year, I, you know, I, I didn't really even get interested in the draft until after the Super Bowl. So it's been it's been a little bit of a delay for me. I would typically say, like, right around – like. Right around the start of April is when teams are going to bring in their 30 visits, like the 30 players that they are most intrigued by, that they want to get a closer look at and bring to their facility and kind of wine them and dine them. 
that should be happening like now if if not now then like next week and when when that's over with it's time to it's time to go like there's nothing there's nothing else we need to talk about there's nothing else we need to learn the last couple weeks of april just serve as like rumor mongering you know <laughs> oh like what's gonna, what what's going to happen to this pick it's this, lion you know, season today, man i i saw there was um you know, Will Levis was the latest guy that, you know, he's having rumors that. talking about, you know, about how arrogant he is or whatever. And oh, I mean, no. that might, I mean, it, it might be true. Who knows? But this is, this is April is kind of the month when all of the work has been done and now it's all just hearsay. Um, so yeah, right around, right around now is when I'm ready to stop talking about it and just get it over with. David Hellman of Fox Sports joining us here on the Get Right. I had to stop down real quick, David, because Chris saw this look on my face. So I told you how the Thunder were down by a point, but about five seconds left. Uh-huh. Jalen Williams hit a tip shot off of offensive rebound at the buzzer oh, wow. to beat the Detroit Pistons 107 to 106. Wow. That's so, not what the Mavericks needed to have. So things going from bad to, to worse. worse from I the Mavericks say, not tonight. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it was tough sledding uh, tonight because, yeah, Oklahoma City gets a tip-in basket at the buzzer to win at home against Detroit uh, to keep their season alive. Um, David. Yeah, go ahead. Help us with this. Before you came on, KG had a segment. Oh, he here we go. Here we go. Tell him the theoretical <laughs> about moving okay. up to right. get B. John Robinson. And let me explain why we were saying this. This, this, this. What built up? What built up to this scenario? What's your two cents? Is we we're giving uh, the Cowboys front office their props because they're actually doing things in March. They never do it before. They've put all their ducks in orders. Like now in the draft, you can actually do some things if you want, or just you know play co- close to the. You got options now. You can. You're, you're in good shape. So there was a theoretical of moving up to get Bijan Robinson, and I was like. Yeah, we know running backs aren't supposed to be highly drafted, but this isn't just a running back. This is a running back that could be the third most talented player in the draft. Tell tell uh, tell tell uh, David the scenario again. So the scenario, real quick, that uh, Bleach Report puts out. I don't you know recommend you read it because you know you do better work at Fox. Um, but the scenario they put out is the Cowboys traded the number twenty six overall pick and the number ninety overall pick in the third round to the Packers in order to move up 11 spots to number 15 to go get Bijan Robinson from Texas. Are you moving up to go get Bijan Robinson, David Hellman? If they did that, I would lose my mind. See? <laughs> See? See? That is, See there? Um, that's, that's what, that's that's what KG said exactly. That's one of the more asinine things I've heard in a while. Um, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I hate trading up anyway. Uh, and I mean, it, it, it can work. Like if, it, it, you know, Patrick Mahomes was a trade up. Sometimes it works beautifully and you look like a genius. Brett Veach will be a legend in Kansas City forever for yes. swinging that trade to get Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying it never works, but it's very risky. And if you're getting rid of draft capital, uh, you know, I, I hope you feel good about the guy that you're going to get. Uh, and more often than not, it's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be a guy who is fine. Uh, so I'm a big believer in having as many swings of the bat as possible. Um, 
And and then even if you are going to trade up, I hope to hell it's for a premier position. I hope it's for a quarterback or an offensive tackle or a pass rusher or a cornerback because if you get that right, you change the makeup of your team completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but And look, I mean, I think the world of Bijan Robinson, he's an amazing player. He's the best running back to come out in at least four or five years, probably the best since Saquon. Um, but, I mean, it, a, a running back's just not going to change the trajectory of your franchise. Um, it's just not going to happen. And the, the shelf life is short. It's dependent on too many True. other variables. I'm If, if Bijan were to fall to 26, I'm fine with it, depending on who else is available. That's what KG I, said. I really don't think – I really don't think that's as bad of an idea as a lot of people want to make it out to be, depending on who else is there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But trading up half of the round um, to get a position that at the end of the day is just not all that valuable. It's just not. Um, that would that would blow my mind, like I said, and, and not in a good way. Okay, what would make you upset more? The Philadelphia Eagles taking B. John Robinson at 10 – or the Cowboys passing Bijan Robinson up at 26 and the Eagles taking him at 30? Um, I, I would, I'll say the second one. Just, I mean, if the Eagles want Bijan that badly, and I don't think Howie Rosen would do it, I think he's a very analytically-minded GM. I think he thinks that he can find production later in the draft. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders was a third-round pick. Shady McCoy, my colleague, was a second-round pick. Like, you don't have to spend the top 10 pick on a running back. So I don't think he would do that anyway, but if they think that highly of him that they're willing to spend a top 10 pick, that's a hell of a lot better than the Eagles drafting an all-pro corner or a double-digit sack guy. Uh, I would much rather that. But if they were to, I mean, if the Eagles were to steal B, because, I mean, B. John Robinson at 30th overall is a steal, especially for a team with as many strengths as the Eagles have. You know, a team that is really not drafting for need anywhere. Uh, that would be, that would be a bummer. Um, but if Bijan is there at 26, I mean, what we know about the Cowboys front office. And I mean, like I said, he's a hell of a player, but he would also sell jerseys. He would also be in a lot of advertisements. I have a hard time believing the Cowboys would pass on him unless something insane happened. Like, I mean, I can't even think of the player that would have to fall. It would have to be like Jalen Carter for mm-hmm. them to not take Sean mm-hmm. Robinson if he's there at 26, in my opinion. What do you think of this theory that the teams who are playing coy about Lamar Jackson, you know, everybody claims they don't want him, um, that they wait, that the ones who are playing coy are smart to wait until after the draft because if they were going to trade draft picks for him, he would not include their draft picks for this year? That's an interesting thought. Um but then I guess the – I mean, at that point, the Ravens – like, what? what's the Ravens' incentive to move him at that point? Like, why are – unless the Ravens manage to draft a quarterback uh, in this year's draft who can step in and start right away, which I guess that's not completely impossible. But, I mean, if you get through the draft and you don't have a chance to improve your team this year, like, what's the Ravens' incentive to not just say, okay, fine, well, we'll see you when – the season starts, and if not, you're going to miss out on however many million dollars for every game you don't play. Because the list of people that have skipped out on a franchise tag is very, very short. Not right. very many people are willing to, you know, set $2 million on fire every week. So, <laughs> uh, 
I don't, I don't see it. And if the Ravens don't get it, I mean, if it doesn't get done before this draft, I think the Ravens' incentive to play ball kind of goes out the window. I think the, I think the crux of it is just that nobody wants to pay Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated to see where it goes. I don't know the answer, but if it doesn't, I mean, if a trade were to happen, if it doesn't happen until after the draft, I just, I don't see what the Ravens incentive is to get it done. Cause they can franchise tag him next year too. Mm-hmm. If I were the Ravens, I would say, cool, we'll play hardball with you through this year. And then we can do this all over again next year. We're not going anywhere. You're the one that needs the money. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we get to the fun stuff real quick, your favorite non Bijan Robinson running back in this draft class is who David Hellman. Man, I actually I wrote about this today because so I'm, like I I want to state this clearly. I really think I think we're doing a ton of hand wringing about a guy that's not even gonna be there. I mean, I agree. I agree with that. Like it's it's very rare for a running. I mean, the first running back of the year. I I know last year Brees Hall was the first back taken and he fell to the second round. But in a like when there's a running back prospect this good, they don't wait around. Like even Josh Jacobs and Najee Harris went higher than twenty six. Yes. And then you look at Saquon going number two overall. You mm-hmm. look at uh, you know, Todd Gurley went top ten back when he was a rookie. Zeke was number four. Like if if Bijan Robinson is still there when we get into the twenties, I'll be very surprised. Uh so I think we're kind of overblowing it in the first place. That said, so I mean, so I look at it and on top of that, there are other positions I would rather the Cowboys draft in the first round than a running back anyway. But, man, there are a lot of guys in that day two range um, that are very intriguing to me. I actually – I rewatched Tank Bigsby, the Auburn running back today. I don't think he gets enough credit for how good he is because Auburn was terrible last year. They were a mess of an offense. Um, he's a big dude. He's like six foot two fifteen runs runs well for a guy that size he's very physical um and then a a guy i didn't know much about until i started watching him um the guy out of pit israel abanaconda holy hell he's fast he's physical he's big um i saw his i mean you know you never want to trust pro day numbers too much but he had his pro day at pit today and he put up some very impressive times so those two dudes um they are both big physical backs, which is what the Cowboys are looking for. And I think, you know, I think you could, I don't know if they would wait around to the third round. I think you probably have to draft them in the second round, but I'd be happy with either one of them. They're both very impressive. All right. Before we let you go, obviously we still got a month before the draft, but any other um, life takes sports takes that you got to get off your chest uh, before we let you go on this, uh, this Wednesday night that you want to let us know about. Um, I guess in honor of opening day being tomorrow, I okay. think I was, I was just joking. Well, I, well, two things. All right. I was, I was just joking with a friend a minute ago and I, I mean, I get it. I, I guess because of like the pageantry and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, it's just funny to me, like tickets for opening day baseball are crazy. And then like three days later, they'll be 30 bucks. Like, it's very, it's very yeah. funny to me how much emphasis people put on being at like the first of 162 games. And then. Cause low know, key, that might no be the problem. one game that the person goes to for the entire you know season at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then on top of, Hey, how about 
my Lady Tigers are playing in the Final Four. Yo! Hey, Airlines Center. Hey, let me tell you something. Kim Mulkey may be showing up like a flamingo from time to time, but she can coach the hell out of some basketball. She okay? can coach some damn basketball. I, <laughs> I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to be able to get in, man. Like, oh, really? Like Five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. The women's ticket is expensive this year. I mean, it should be because you got arguably the best player in the country in Angel Reese. Uh, you know, no disrespect to Aaliyah Boston or Caitlin Clark, uh, but Angel Reese has been a monster this year uh, for LSU, though. It's it's pretty wild how, like, so yeah, I mean, South Carolina's undefeated. Caitlin Clark's a beast. Mm-hmm. Angel Reese is awesome. Like, the women's final four has like crazy star power and it's, and they're playing it in a smaller building too. But then like, yes. then you look at the men's final four and I already forgot the names of the teams in the men's final four, to be <laughs> honest with you. But mm. I like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm kind of bummed. Like I want to go watch LSU, but you can't get that know, alum discount spring. or something. You can't get that alum discount. No, Yeah. I got to talk to somebody. I don't know if I can spring for a $400 ticket. I don't, that might be, that's, that's out of my price range. Oh, you got it. Fox, man. You got it. You got it. Look, I'm like I do all right for myself. Four hundred dollars for four hundred dollars for that's light work for you, Helmut. That's light work, man. Light work. I'll, I'm gonna go buy the thirty dollar Ranger ticket instead. <laughs> Just, I mean, I, that's that's economics right there. <laughs> that means we'll see uh, Helmut on a on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> you know, chilling out for the other Rangers yeah. game instead of the other Final <laughs> exactly. Four national title game. <laughs> David Helmut of Fox Sports, good to join us here on the Get Right. David, as always, appreciate the time, man. Yeah, man. Have a good evening. Appreciate it, fellas. Y'all take care. There he goes. David Helmut of Fox Sports going to join us here mm-hmm. on the Get Right. I know 214. Caitlin Clark has been sensational. She's amazing. This year. Iowa, with what they have done, and Caitlin Clark leading the yeah. charge for them, she has Props. been spectacular. Props. Hey, but let me tell you something. Aaliyah Boston, Angel Reese, mm-hmm. they might have something for Caitlin come the uh, Final Four this weekend. But as David said, star power galore in the women's Final Four. I'm more. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm more jazzed up about the women's final four than I am about the men's final four. Not even gonna lie. To the storylines are more enticing. Men's final four is just a bunch. Don't get me wrong. It's a bunch of surprise teams, but they're not a lot story of cute lines. stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. not the storylines like the women's. Coming up next, we're gonna go inside the gray area. Oh boy. Oh boy. MFFLs. Y'all gonna be all right? We'll talk about it next on the get right. Back here on the Get Right, Revenge of KG on 105 through the fan Kevin Gray with the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Justin Honore holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On Station 105 through the fan. About to go inside the gray area here in just a moment. Appreciate David Helmut of Fox Sports for joining us mm-hmm. last segment via the Diamond Factory Hotline. If you miss anything during our four-hour program, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app or you can get to the Get Right podcast page and you can listen to any episode anytime on demand for our fine program coming up at the top of the hour. We get you caught up on the latest headlines and news across the world of sports, but we start as Justin, we go inside the gray area here for these few moments, uh, dedicating this version of the gray area to the Dallas Mavericks because, Oh, because they are in the gray area where there is no gray area. Touche. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. You, you want to talk about you a gray area? Yes. You want to talk about a gray area? In other words, you can't say they are great, and you can't say they suck. Mm-hmm. They are just. They can't. You can't even say they're eliminated from the playoffs. You can't uh-huh. even say they're a lottery team. You can't even say they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, you see. They're in that gray area. Uh huh. You see what I did there? I see what you did. There. See what I did there? 
Touche. Um, because the Mavericks fell tonight on the road to the Philadelphia 76ers, scoring a grand total of 17 points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Mavericks went cold at the wrong time. And truckbird.com text line 877-811053. The MFFL's down bad right about now. Because you are now three games under 500, the Mavericks are, with five games to play. And you're still in the middle of a five-game road trip that sees you still having to go to Miami. And Atlanta. And Atlanta. Dun, dun, dun. And let me tell you something on, on a funny tip real quick. Hey, Justin, let me tell you something. It's about to be April on Saturday. They go on the South Beach on Saturday. And let me tell you something. I'm three games under 500 with five to play, and I'm going to South Beach on Saturday. And my chances of making the play in are basically slim to none at this point. Hey, man. Y'all might have to catch me in Hotlanta. You, you, no. you, you got a club in mind? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Liv looking real good right about now. <laughs> uh, because if I get to Miami on Saturday, Liv looking real Looking real good right about now, man. Why are you playing? <laughs> Magic City look good on Monday. Hey, hey, then you got Magic. Little Pepper Luby off in there. Let me tell you something. I'm just playing. The NBA schedules did the Mavericks down bad. They so wrong for that. Because they got them going to live in Miami on Saturday. And they said, y'all can go to Hotlanta to finish off y'all road trip. How about that? They didn't know, though, that this was going to be the case for the Mavericks. Um, but here's the thing. The reason why the Mavericks are truly in the gray area right now is because here's the dilemma that they face. Now, NBA Tankathon right now has the Mavericks with the number 11 overall pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Do you know what happens, Justin, if the Mavericks pick does not fall within the top 10? New York, New York. <laughs> the remnants of that Christoph Porzingis trade comes right back because you've got to send that pick to the New York Knicks. And right now, the Mavericks are sitting there at number 11 at 37 and 40. Okay? Now, here's what that means. They'll lose that first-round pick in 2023 if they are not – if it's not in the top 10, of course, the leftover debt from the Christos Porzingis trade. Now, if it does land in the top 10, they'll eventually, the Mavericks, they'll eventually send a top 10 protected first round pick to the Knicks in either 2024 or 2025 right. to New York instead. Mm-hmm. If they send their pick to the Knicks this year, they will unlock the 2025 first round pick that they can trade that they can begin to trade this summer. Yes. If they wanted to make a trade for a defensive, let's say they want Aiden from the Phoenix Suns. They could trade the 25th, the 2025 pick, the first round pick. So here's the dilemma that you face. Do you, if you're the Mavericks continue to try quote unquote to win games or do you say, you know what, Luca, Kyrie, you've been dealing with plantar fasciitis for a while now. We have decided to wave the white flag on the season. Hey, Jaden, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green. Y'all come out here and come get these minutes. Y'all want that 35, 40 minutes a night? Yeah, y'all come get these minutes because we're shutting it down for the rest of the season. 
That's the dilemma the Mavericks are in right now. What say you, Chris Arnold? You shutting it down? I can't do that. You can't shut it down? I can't. It's kind of like you conveying that. that not conveying. That's just like you saying, I'm not going to move up for B. John Robinson. I'll take him at 26. But if you but lose I'm ball games, your chances of having a top 10 pick exponentially increase. You keep winning these ball games, you're going to mess around, stay outside that top 10, and that pick is going to New York. 817, Team Tank. From the 214, they said they'd be all on them streets. Wait they, a minute. Let me say, I want I want you to repeat this to me slow. Okay. Here's if the, you're in the lottery. Here's the, okay. How no, in the world, if you're in the lottery, you lose these games. That pick is protected, and you're not giving that to the Knicks. Okay. Now, here's what you have to you have to remember. Okay. Walk me through this. Okay. Um, picks 1 through 14. Are lottery picks. Are lottery picks. Correct. Okay. But the protection is for top 10. Correct. So if you're anywhere outside of number 10 and in between 15 and 10, you can give that pick. The, the Knicks get that pick. If you're between picks 11 and 14. That's what I mean. You're sending that pick. To the Knicks. To the Knicks. If you're inside, if you're 10 to 1. You keep it yourself. You keep it yourself. So if you're the Mavericks, if you continue to lose games, you are going to be somewhere between 11 and 15. No, you'll be between 1 and 10 because your chances of having a top 10 pick go up because your record gets worse. You keep well, then why would you want to tank? No, I'm saying you would want to tank. No. The more games you lose, the better chance you have to being in the top 10. The would more you, games you win. Hold on. Slow down because we're trying to follow you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to follow you. You say... If you lose these games, you wind up in the top 10. If you're in the top 10, you're protecting your own pick. You're, you get to keep it. That's what I'm saying. Why would you do that? What do you mean, why would you want to do that? You want to keep the top 10 pick. If you win games, that pick goes to the Knicks. Correct. You don't want that to happen. Why not? Because of what I just said. I want to get it over with. Oh, okay. So you're on. You're on I the. Okay. This is the same okay. team that picked Dennis Smith Jr. Okay. So you're on the get it over with train. Yes, because I want to be free to control my own destiny with trades or free agency. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I want. I don't. Because that is a school of thought. I don't just get want it over to with. say. Okay, we're not going to get the the number the kid from France. You know, you might have an outside shot, but mm-hmm. that's not how these ping pong balls go. You already know that. Mm-hmm. It'll be a miracle. What makes you think that anybody else in this class is top 10 worthy that can help your team now with Luke and Kyrie? That's some defensive stalwart. I mean, the 2023 uh, class is is kind of it's, it's, it's kind of deep. It's year. all a guess, though, with, with the NBA. It's, kinda, it's just it's more of a guess. Kind of deep. Uh, who, who did uh, Sacramento get a couple of years ago? And everybody said, I can't believe he was the number two pick out of all. I go on and on and on. Just saying. I'm just saying, too. People put too much money into picks. There are a lot of people passed on Luca too, didn't they? Because here's the thing: if you decide that there are people this day, Mo Bamba, <laughs> we could have had Mo Bamba. Yeah, you could have. That's what I'm saying. I'd, I'd rather go ahead and get it over you with want, the Knicks. You, you want to have it over with the Knicks? Yes, and okay. then be able to say, "Okay, I want." And I'm not saying this dream on, but I want Aiden, I, DeAndre Aiden. I would love for Aiden to be here. Now, they're not going to do it because it's in the West. But come on, man. That's right, 972. Hold up. 
So will that mean next year's pick, yes, 2024, will get pushed down to the Knicks? That is exactly right. Because, again, in the scenario, if the pick lands in the top 10, the Mavericks still have to eventually send a top 10 protected first-round pick yep. to the New York Knicks in either it's, 24 it's holding them hostage. or 20. I want it over with. There it is. <laughs> uh, the IRS and NBA draft protections. <laughs> ding, yes. ding, 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 yes. That's an elite contribution right there from Justin. Yes. That's right, 972. Either you get this over with now or you're still going to be on the hook. For a pick, yes, Marvin Beck. 214, Marvin Beck. That's yes. what I'm talking about. You cannot guarantee these guys are going to be great. This is not 1990s Patrick Ewing and Automatic, Elijah Wan. I, those guys spent four years in college. <laughs> I can't trust these guys that's one and done and Ooh. from all over the world and might Woo. work out. No, go on ahead and get that Nick pick over with so we can go ahead and get some wheeling and dealing in. I'd rather wheel and deal. <laughs> That is a dilemma. You just the love gray ca- area. You, you, you and Alec Mefford just love some chaos, don't you? Hey, hey, you can thank the Mavericks for the chaos that they in, ensued upon us mm-hmm. this year for what they did on the basketball court. We'll get you caught up with the latest headlines of sports next on the Get Right. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.